That's the quarterback, Wilson, with it. Big gain for BYU, and the freshman keeps going. He can beat you with his arm and with his feet. Took over from senior Tanner Mangum, who started the first six games of the season. They see a lot in this kid, obviously. You saw his big playability on the ground for the first down. Well, I thought our guys did as good as we could. You know, just, we uh, just got to sustain drives more. But, I mean, I, I still don't have – this wasn't a perfect game, but uh, I still love the way our guys played and the way they stuck together. Hey listeners, Coog Dude here, welcoming you back to another episode of Touchdown BYU. Now, Kalani says our big win last week in the Commonwealth wasn't perfect, but I beg to differ. I mean, just check the final score if you don't believe me. BYU 35, University of Massachusetts 16. Between Zach Wilson's continual rise to greatness and our defense's NFL-caliber play-stopping, I couldn't get enough true blue on my plate last Saturday. Let me just put it this way. After watching our boys turn in such a stellar performance against an incredibly stacked UMass team, I was thinking that with the way our Cougs have rebounded these last couple weeks, we could beat any team in the country right now. But before I get too cocky, let's just hit the ground running this week and jump right into some phone calls. Yep, Coop dude, who's calling? Hey, uh, this is Sean from Somerville, Massachusetts, and I'm just calling because I was at the UMass BYU game on Saturday. Oh my I'm gosh! A big UMass fan, yeah, uh, yeah, and I just heard about you BYU Cougars this weekend, and I, the more I looked into it, the more I, I found out that you you fans all claim that you don't care how good your team is because the football team is really more of a missionary tool. And I thought that was bogus. Mm-hmm. But then uh, you know, because it sounds insane, right? Like a bunch of footballers. You know, coming out and, and trying to be missionaries doesn't make any sense to me. But then right. the game well, came, yeah, yeah. and uh, bottom line, I've been meeting with the missionaries ever since. Um, I love the Book of Mormon. I've oh got a gosh. baptismal date coming up, and I'm just super grateful, and I'm super glad that such a potent missionary tool came out uh, came out to eat for me. Uh, um, I'm just, I mean, as the Coog dude doing this program week in and week out, I've had a lot of speechless moments, but, um, wow. (laughs) At least BYU football is good for something, right? Yeah. And I mean, I, the Cougs, they're no one trick pony in addition to being an incredible vehicle for bringing the gospel to others on the road. We're a fantastic football team, but, um, Sean, I, I've always known that this moment was going to come. <laughs> um, so, any any next steps um, for you? You know, after this. Oh my gosh! So, ha- had you met with the missionaries before the UMass game? Uh, sure. Uh, when I saw them on the street. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never actually stopped and talked to them because they seemed kind of weird. Wow. And and so was was there anything about the game last week against the Minutemen that kind of I guess softened your heart? Uh, mostly that, like, there wasn't ever a cohesive, like, offense ever doing anything. It's just that they got really lucky, like, once every six downs. And I was like, this has got to be a team that God smiles upon. Yeah. Because, like, it seems like the individual players couldn't do anything right, but still something would come of it. Sean, I think what you saw last week there at Gillette Stadium was, sure, some Cougs with shortcomings, but the support of, of... 
otherworldly beings. We talk a lot on this program about the spirit of Lavelle. Um, the- and, and one more thing, too. Before I started, like, reading and everything, at the game, I got a little rowdy, like we do here in Boston. Go soft. Yep, um, yep. And we had a bit of a Boston tea party, and I spilled some tea on Tanner Mangum's mom. I feel terrible about it. I hear it's a thing that happens a lot for BYU quarterbacks, parents. Uh-huh. And as, like, in part of my repentance process, I just want to apologize to her. Yeah, well, I, I know that the, the Mangum family, they are devoted listeners to the program, and I'm sure that they're listening right now to the live broadcast. And, and knowing them the way I do, I know they've accepted your apology. Just a quick question. It, it was tea you were drinking there at Foxborough? It was. It was tea. Pee. Pee. Uh, tea, like the Boston Tea Party. Oh, okay. Well, better than Sam Adams, I guess. Well, Sean, thank you so much for calling in, and, and best of luck to you, you know, as you continue on this road in the gospel, but most of all, best of luck as you as you start what I think is going to be a very rewarding journey in this Cougar family as a true fan. I don't see why you couldn't be a fan of the Minutemen and the Cougars simultaneously, and, and I think over time, you might be surprised to see which team wins out over your affection. So, um, best of luck to you, and I'll just say goodbye by saying go Cougars. Yeah, go Cougs. Thank you. Yep. Go suck. Um, wow. You know, listeners, I could just, I think, end this episode and probably even end this entire podcast at this point. I, I'm just on cloud nine right now after hearing that. Um, and I think this episode is, is really going to go down in the books as a very special one. Um, let me just catch my breath for a sec and... Um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's go ahead and um, keep things going, and and I'll take the next call. Yep, Coog dude, you're on the air. Hey, Coog dude, this is Talmage calling from Provo, Utah. Talmage, welcome to the program, man. Hey, thanks, man. Hey, I've uh, been listening in and, and figured I'd call in, you know, and, and kind of share my thoughts. You know, the, the season's kind of coming to an end, a couple of weeks left, and, and I'm not feeling so hot about the Utah game. I know, uh, you know, a certain quarterback went out, but yep. that Shelly kid played really good last week, and so, you know, it, it's striking a little bit of fear in my heart, but, you know, I, I just want my kooks to, to be bull-bound, so tomorrow, you know, kind of means everything to them, you know, playing a real rugged Aggies team. Absolutely. You no, know, and I know uh, you know in MSU it's kind of an agricultural school down there, so that you know they're they're used to being in the trenches and playing dirty. And so to be honest with you, I'm I'm kind of scared. And, and you know with things that have been going on with Kalani, this is kind of his defining moment on on you know to make his, his mark in BYU Cougar football history. You know he and the Grimes like this is the defining moment. But uh, you know, I'm honestly pretty scared. Talmadge, I I have to agree. And you look at the current landscape across the country of college football, and you have a handful of teams, a very select handful. Just just kind of sleepers who have really gone under the radar, but who are poised to make just a gigantic breakout in the coming years. You know, you have your Troy universities, you have your Liberty universities, you have your Old Dominions who are just really on the up and up. And this New Mexico State Aggies team, they've been on that trajectory for years now, and they're looking at a breakout season. And before they get a breakout season, they're going to have some breakout wins. And so I don't mean to sound faithless, but this game, I agree, it's a true test. And what do you think is key for, for stopping, you know, the game that the Aggies are going to bring to Lavelle Edwards Stadium? Yeah, and, and i got to agree with what you're saying. You know, in MSU, they are an independent, much like BYU and Notre Dame, and they, they just don't get the love that Notre Dame does. But like you're saying, you know, they're, they're poised for that breakout season. And yep. 
so they're kind of that you know flying under the radar. But I'll tell you something: this this quarterback, I believe he's a true freshman. His name is Josh Atkins. You yep. know the QB for an MSU. Very familiar. You know, he's a walking he's a walking Heisman Trophy. Yep. You know, and the guy just doesn't get any love. You know, everyone's talking about like Tua, you know, and a couple other quarterbacks. But I tell you, this Josh Atkins kid is tearing it up. He's got 11 TDs, only six interceptions. You know, this kid is poised. He plays a lot older than you know what he is. A lot more experienced than what he's got. You know, honestly, I I, I don't know if BYU's defense can stop this kid. This kid has a rocket of an arm, you know, and he just, he's so poised in the pocket. The only thing that I can think of in order to stop this guy dead in his tracks is BYU, you know, they're playmakers on the edge. Kafusi, he's got to really come and he's got to bring the pressure. But, you know, this kid is basically like a Steve McNair. Like, he's just so elusive back there. So, you know, I'm honestly really scared, but I, I, I don't know. They've got to play stellar. You know, the front seven's got to really bring the pressure. That's the only way I can see them winning this game. Yeah, Talmadge, I, I have to agree 100%. You look at the stat sheet for these Aggies, and Josh Adkins, he's only been sacked 17 times this season, and he's behind just a killer O-line, and I agree. Um, Corbin Kafusi, he's going to need tons of help from the front seven to just get through, I think, that rock-solid you know group of boulders there protecting Adkins, and, and I think that the game is going to hinge on that. You know, we talk a lot about the Cougs' explosive offense, but their defense, I think this is a watershed moment for them. And I agree with you. I think we'll see a lot of those in MSU, you know, that, you know, those blockers, those big O lines. I think we'll see probably four or five of them playing on Sundays, to be honest with you. I yep. mean, that's only 17 sacks. That's stellar. Yeah, and not a lot of teams can boast something like that. And so, Talmadge, I, I want to thank you for calling in. And, you know, you've brought up some excellent points for, for these upcoming games. What type of bowl game do you think we're looking at at the end of the season? I mean, honestly, you know, I could see if they win, you know, I, I want to go as far as to say like a Rose Bowl or a Cotton Bowl, but, you know, they're definitely going to be playing in something that means a lot, you know, kind of one of those bigger bowls because, you know, that independent contract with ESPN, you know, they want only the best teams. And I think BYU kind of is that, you know, if they can beat this juggernaut NMSU team. I agree. Um, Talmadge, thanks again for calling in, and I'll be thinking of you um, as the Cougs are, are struggling for a very important win this weekend, and, and hopefully our, our faith can bring about something good there at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Absolutely. Thanks, Cougs. Go Cougars! Woo! Yep, yep, thank you. All right, listeners, well, uh, let's keep things rolling, and I'll take the next call. Yep, Coug dude, who's calling? Yeah, hold on. Hey, yeah, I can't talk about that right now. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm on the phone. Hello. Yep, you're you're on touchdown yeah. BYU. Yeah. Hi. Uh, I'm calling in about the uh, the contest. It's um, landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Is that right? No. This uh-huh. is um, touchdown BYU podcast. Uh-huh. Are, are you a Cook football fan? Um, I'm looking. I'm trying to get a hold of uh, 94.5. That this is that I'm, you guys are. What did you say? Who are you? Nope. Um, uh-huh. We we are a, a radio program, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a live call-in show for Brigham Young University football. So, I, I mean, if, if you are interested, tomorrow night um, on ESPN2 yeah, yeah, yeah. at 10.15 p.m. Eastern yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the BYU yeah, Cougs, yeah, they have a huge game. Yeah. Are you guys, uh, are, is this one of those teams that does the whole, like, kneeling thing before the game? Is that is that happening? I mean... No, no, s- certainly not. So they do, so they do not kneel then. They they do not kneel yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, out of yeah. out of what uh-huh. I assume is sheer respect for the men and yeah. women fighting America's wars abroad as uh-huh. we speak. Okay, but okay, let's unpack that for a second because I'm I'm curious why they're not. But you know, like they are living. Oh, there, they, they oh, so you? Right, right? You know what I mean? I feel like there's other people doing it. They're putting their jobs on the line. I just um, I don't know why. You know, I think it'd be a big thing coming from uh, this school. You know, it's not, I, I mean, it's a big deal, and I just don't understand why they're not kneeling. You know, like, 
Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I just, I, I'm, I'm saying that I just think that like the message has kind of been lost and it's, I don't know. I think it's, it's important that we bring that back and it's a, I mean, I think, you know, uh-huh. use your, use this platform that you have to, to talk about that. Um, sure. to make that come back. I mean, you have to admit that that's, you know, things are not exactly the limited things, right? You know, like, like there's, there's, you know, there's still somewhat of like an issue out there. And I'm just saying that I think sure. it's, I, it's I important think... to do. Right. Um, I, I think here, here at Touchdown BYU, um, we consider, well, well, we won't, um, yeah. Well, well, thank you so much for calling. And, um, I, I think we could, we could send you off today with some Fleetwood Mac if, if that would be appropriate. Okay. Well, let's, let's do that. Could I, by the way, could I get your name? Yeah. Yeah. This is Brandon. Brandon, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Phoenix, Arizona. Well, Brandon, why don't you stay tuned in and you have a good evening. Okay. Yep. Thanks so much. You take care. Well, listeners, I guess this is as good a time as any to say goodbye for this week's episode. Listen, we've got a killer matchup coming up on Saturday at home against a New Mexico State team that is downright stacked with talent and playmaking abilities. Lucky for us, Zach and the gang will have the wind at their backs, thanks to the home crowd at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And while I know better than to say that a win this Saturday is a done deal, I think we've got a chance to surprise the NMSU Aggies. Because let's face it, our Cougs are bowl-bound. That's all the time we have for this week, so I'll look forward to hearing from some more listeners next week. From the Cougar Den, I'm the Coog Dude, signing off.